Guys, I can't believe it's been 10 episodes of Housewives Relatable. I can't even believe it right now. I'm releasing my 10th episode and I just wanted to say a big thank you for all of the listeners, all of the downloads and the people that have um, reached out to me uh, through my DMs and my emails. So it's been a little bit of a journey. I can't believe that I started this uh, in November of 2022 and that we're already at 10 episodes of Housewives Relatable. So I'm very, very excited and super grateful for the journey. Now, we have to talk about the show, The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Tuesday's show. What a great episode it was. So basically last week, we it kind of ended with Melissa and Teresa arguing at the mozzarella party for Danielle. And um, obviously the ladies were going at it during that episode. And, um, you know, Melissa was trying to prove a point at that point. That, um, you know, she what she did not request to sit at a different table. So her and Teresa were kind of going back and forth. And to be honest with you, because I've seen some of the spoilers, we all did, I'm assuming. Um, you know, I knew that eventually they would kind of just hash it out, hug it out, and go about their day so Teresa was not very argumentative like she was not overly argumentative with Melissa she was kind of just like you know this is how I feel but now I receive what you're telling me and you know if you want you can be part of my wedding so at that point <laughs> Melissa said to Teresa well that is kind of weird you know it's like going back to an ex that has messed up and then you just take him back so it's like no i'm okay not to be in your wedding um i just didn't want to be called a lawyer uh, a liar and then teresa's just like okay i love it you know hug i love you and then you know they exit the party and everything seems to be okay at that point so I want to know what your thoughts on that were because um, you guys know um, if you listen to my podcast you know what my opinion of that was uh, you can just go back to a few episodes ago and I pretty much gave you all my take on it so I'm gonna have to say that when it comes to Risa asking Melissa in retrospect if you feel like if you want to be part of my wedding i would love to have you as a bridesmaid i have to side with gia about that when gia says oh i kind of hate the fact that you asked her that right um that you went back on your word and just extended an invitation to her to become a bridesmaid so anyways so after that um after the whole mozzarella party we see the ladies go on um like a luncheon like margaret and melissa and jackie goldschneider <laughs> so they go to a little luncheon and obviously they're asking jackie how she's doing with her eating disorder give her a few compliments and tell her she looks great to be honest she does look great she looks you know her her face looks fuller and her body as well 
still very fit and slim but um you know she looks i think she looks good right she's probably looking the best she's ever looked on the show because at this point she kind of looks healthy healthier so but i i have to say that i was a little bit surprised by jackie um the, her interaction with the ladies if i can say that because jackie was doing something completely unusual um for her i would say she just basically admitted that she sized danielle up up and down and was like oh my gosh her whole outfit was a disaster it looked like her clothes came out of the hamper um I thought that was very mean-spirited. I don't know if it's Jackie trying to, you know, come in in strong just to try to maybe secure her position on the show um, for next season. But I thought that that was very unusual for her to just come out of the bath and just start um, criticizing another woman on her looks, especially after what took place last year. Um, in Nashville when Teresa made that comment about you know Margaret never skipping a meal and also um, at Dolores um, fundraiser baseball or softball um, party she kind of made a comment about Margaret's butt jiggling in the leggings because she didn't have the proper leggings or she wasn't wearing Teresa's um, leggings so you know the ladies um tracy and jackie they took major offense to teresa's comments just to go back to last season again um you know saying that margaret never skipped a meal i i don't know how like i know there was a lot of like chatter on social media about that comment that teresa made last year and everybody kind of they kind of thought that you know, Teresa was um, fat shaming Margaret. I didn't honestly say, I, I, I didn't think that she was fat shaming her. And obviously people are going to say, well, of course, because, you know, you're a tree hugger. Um, you never see anything wrong that Teresa is doing, which is not the case. What I'm going to say about that, though, is um, I, I think Teresa was basically in that moment when she said, that's just my opinion guys i don't know if you know this is really what's in her heart i'm just trying to go off of facts that i've seen on the show there was um a time where margaret um and um J and jackie i think they were i can't remember where they were exactly but they were traveling somewhere and uh, margaret and jackie were in the same room together and there was like a platter of sushi and um margaret said to jackie at that point oh great sushi you know and then she uh, jackie proper to herself she just said oh you know i'm not gonna eat any sushi dinner is uh in a few hours like in a couple of hours so then margaret said so and what does that mean you know i never skip a meal that's what margaret said to jackie in that instance she said so what i never skip i always make sure that i don't skip a meal so um i really felt like when teresa although she was really mad at the table and it was you know that comment came on uh the tales of you know her flipping that entire 
table um, at Margaret but I still don't believe that she was actually trying to fat shame her in that in that moment I think she was just referring to a past comment made by Margaret herself right um, I think fat shaming is a little bit different if we different franchise for example um, you have the, the the queen of all of the housewives in my my opinion which is Nene Leakes um, at some point they were going to <laughs> I think they were going to Savannah and uh, all of the ladies were late once again and uh, I think Candy and Phaedra were um really really late like i think like something like three or four hours behind and um candy had stopped at that point to um to get some chick-fil-a on her way to <laughs> to going to, ne to nini's house and i also remember nini making a comment in her confessional saying something like you know you're already four hours late and you're stopping to grab a meal when in reality you could skip a meal right <laughs> proper to nini that was definitely fun shade uh, with probably a little bit of fat shaming associated with that but I don't really believe that that's what Teresa was doing last season. So anyways, I digress. All of that to say that um, I was very surprised. I was very surprised at Jackie um, just saying that and just going on looks because usually she always wants to attack, not attack, or comment on people's, uh, on, pe on what people say. You know, it's like she's so smart. She has a hundred degrees. So, you know, you cannot win a battle of words with Jackie Goldschneider she's a lawyer she's a columnist you know she she's got it all so I thought it was very basic of her to not really give Daniel a chance and just attack her whole attire too and to be honest with you I didn't think that her attire was that bad you know she was wearing some white shorts some uh, tank top and you know some some uh, some high heels um, I think it was more mean-spirited and maybe wrapped in a, a bow of jealousy at that point. And I think I touched on that a little bit last episode. So anyways, um, so obviously <laughs> Jackie makes that comment to Melissa and Margaret. And then Melissa goes and repeats it to Danielle. Like they're shopping uh, I don't know if they're sh shopping at Melissa's store. I can't really remember, but they're definitely shopping together and they're having a little bit of a conversation. And at that point, Melissa decides to relay the information to Danielle and say, hey, you were right. Um, um, Jackie didn't really like your attire. That's why she was looking you up and down. And by the way, I really love, uh, I really loved Danielle's reaction she was kind of just like oh okay well you know what I made the right decision then by not inviting her to my mozzarella party and then she was done pretty much with that conversation it was kind of just like you know uh Jackie Goldschneider you never existed in my books and that's it and uh, I would like to add something because um how long has Jackie been on the show as an official housewife? I think she's been on the show for like three, four seasons. And I've expressed my views about 
Jackie in the previous episodes of my podcast and I will say that I do not understand how a person like Jackie Goldschneider uh, has a spot on the show for three to four years or three to four seasons but that Andy Cohen does not see Kim D, Kim DePaola as a housewife. I would like to know what the qualifications of a good housewife um, are for Bravo or for New Jersey, because Kim D is not, there's no shortage of drama with her. She basically knows everything and everyone. She has a connection, an actual connection to the women on the show. Kim D knows a lot of people. You know, um, she used to be very close to Teresa. They were friends. Uh, she is friends, very good friends with Dolores at this point. Um, you know, they talk regularly on the phone. Um, and Kim D says it all the time. Dolores is a friend of mine. Um, you know, she is friendly with Joe and Melissa. Like, I'm not going to say that she calls them friends, but I'm sure if they run into each other, they will talk. And, um, you know, like, it doesn't make any sense to me that a person like Jackie that basically didn't have anything, um, she didn't have a storyline, like maybe the the biggest storyline that she had she did not even create Teresa basically brought it up for her so thank you Teresa <laughs> for bringing up that rumor because otherwise there would be absolutely no other storyline other than the fact that Jackie has you know he's struggling with an eating disorder so anyways so I, I, I really wish that at some point in time there will be some sort of um, reconsideration at the executive level of bravo with you know andy and the producers especially now that teresa has expressed that you know she 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 forgives kim d for the comment that she made um a few seasons ago about juju dice when teresa came out of jail and then kim d basically just brought up to the group you know have you heard the rumors like is she delusional is it true or is it not i feel like whatever kim d said at that point yes they were friends i guess it wasn't cool right but kim d also has like reasons for being unhappy with with teresa in a relationship in a fight um you know it usually goes both ways right so I feel like if Teresa is at a point in her life where she can just pick up the phone and call Jacqueline to say, hey, do you want to grab lunch? Do you want to grab coffee? Do you want to talk about it all? And, you know, do you want to just kind of be friends again and forgive and move on? After Jackie, after Jacqueline has said everything that she has said to Teresa, um, during the show when they were not friends when they were arguing you know i feel like jacqueline definitely um crossed the line many times you know i'm just talking about and i'm by the way i'm really happy that they've made up and that uh, they're deciding to move on and to just kind of forget about the past but what i'm saying is when you decide to forgive someone uh or if you're on this forgiveness journey um you know you have to consider what the, these people have done and you know at some point in time 
J Jacqueline, she sided with the other side. You know, she sided with Melissa. She sided with Kathy. So that's one thing. She said, you know, I wish that your husband goes to jail. And then she called Joe Judah as a cheater. She called Teresa a criminal. So those are like... <laughs> You know, that's if that's not below the belt, I don't know what is, right? And I feel like on camera for 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 what we have seen of Kim D, Kim D have never said anything remotely close to what Jacqueline had had said to Teresa, right? And vice versa. Like at some point they were both both rotten to each other, so you know, it's not just on Jacqueline, but you know, if Teresa is on a forgiveness journey, I ran the polls on my IG. My IG, by the way, once again, for those that are new listeners, is relatable underscore Stella. So if you send me an IG, uh, I can, you know, respond. We can chat. We can, you can send me your questions this way. But um, I did run a poll at some point and uh, the results were, you know, pretty much in favor of a reconciliation or at least a sit down between Kim D and Teresa. And Kim D has also expressed that she would be more than willing to sit down with, with Teresa and talk about the past and talk about the falling out uh, in their relationship. Kim D was also losing the love of her life at that point. So, you know, maybe she would like to have like an opportunity to explain this to Teresa. Uh, now that, um, you know, there's water on the bridge and sometimes some time has passed so we shall see by the way because i'm speaking of um, of margaret i have to say that while it's fresh in my mind um <laughs> i was listening to um the podcast like Teresa's podcast with um, her co her her co-host Melissa and um <clears throat> there was a question asked about Margaret from a listener I guess and uh, that listener asked a very weird question in my opinion I was actually a little bit surprised that she you know, people, they reach out to the podcast either by IG or email and um, they ask their or voicemail and they ask their question. And the question was something about, you know, Margaret kind of having like, I guess, B.O. And um, like I remember a long time ago, and that's what the person said as well, like Danielle was doing some live um, videos on Instagram um, as the show was airing and she kind of um, alluded actually in the question it said that she did that on Instagram but I remember I watched her on YouTube with like some some guy I can't remember his name but you know he he, he was doing like uh, like um, alive with her after the show like the next day after the show so um that guy was kind of saying to danielle oh you know i have to say you always really smell super good and all of that like that's one thing about you and um Teresa has also said that many times on the show that danielle smells very very good and that's why she was probably engaged 21 times or something like that but um <laughs> that guy um 
the host said to Danielle that she had a very pleasant smell and Danielle kind of said something like oh yes you know like because he asked her oh which perfume do you like which fragrance do you wear and Danielle was saying oh actually it's mine you know it's like it's my pH it's like customized to me right you won't find this fragrance anywhere else like it's actually made for me for my you know my skin my body type all that stuff right so it's definitely a customized fragrance and then she <laughs> she said at that point that um she had to work closely with margaret and that he that she didn't smell very good that she did not have a pleasant smell and that her husband seemed to think so so anyways i guess the listener <laughs> um had that in mind and decided to ask that question to um teresa and by the way i have to say that i'm really happy with teresa's um answer because at the end of the day i'm not a very big fan of margaret i've never been a big fan of hers um although i think she is good on the show but um i thought that was a little bit out of line you know i know that they don't necessarily have um, like the podcast by day that's what I mean like um, that podcast they don't necessarily have um, control over what people write and what people will say but um, it, it's not a live show it is pre-recorded <laughs> so I don't know how like you know how did that question actually made the cut I don't know. Um, I'm not quite sure what Melissa was trying to accomplish. Melissa Feaster was trying to accomplish by asking that question while on air or taping. But I don't know. I don't know if Teresa was aware of it. But if she wasn't aware, I find that she didn't take the bait. And she didn't. This is the thing about Teresa. I don't feel like she is unnecessarily nasty to people. And we kind of know that she's not really feeling Margaret right now. And she could have went in and said whatever. But she didn't. She just said, oh, I never noticed. You know, I don't really hang out with her. And then she kind of just you know sagged herself out of that topic and just started talking about something else right but i don't think that you know that's just my own personal feedback i think if you have a podcast named namaste with the word namaste that was not a very namaste question that's just my opinion <laughs> so you know melissa if you don't have any questions from viewers at that point you know you you don't have to read those types of questions like I, I, we don't really care you know and we're not trying to disparage disparage margaret on this show based on her body smell <laughs> so anyways <clears throat> we have frank that frank and polly and dolores so frank comes in um frank is used to you know frank frank is used to having his cake and eating it too for years he's been just accustomed accustomed to a certain way certain relationship with dolores and you know to be honest with you even when dolores joined the show she was always telling us well this is the relationship that we have you know i'm never gonna get rid of frank frank is never gonna get rid of me and you know 
every single or future relationships that I have in the future, they would have to understand. They would have to, my partner would have to understand the chemistry and the dynamics of our relationship. So, the way Dolores used to position it to us, the viewers, it was all, it was always like, oh, you know, we're we are a package deal. Frank, we have like a platonic relationship, but he's like my best friend. I need Frank and he's never going to go anywhere, right? So ever since that, Dolores has broken up with David, the doctor, and found Polly. Seems like um, Dolores doesn't think like that anymore, right? She's not, um, Frank is not a priority or making Frank happy is not her priority. And, you know, with all do, everybody, although we all love Frank and Tanya on the show, like, you know, he's adorable, he's funny, like he's a good person, he's kind of like level-headed on the show. I don't know him personally, I'm just saying on the show for what we see of him, he's like a good character on the show. But what I'm going to say is it was kind of weird a little bit their family dynamics it's like okay guys you're not together anymore you know you don't have to do all of that and why is frank is at all of the events like i, I just really wonder how this is going to transpire in the future now that dolores has polly because obviously if she starts going to events like housewives events she's gonna have polly back by her side I'm not sure Polly will want for Frank to go with Dolores when he can't go, for example. Because, you know, David, <clears throat> he seemed to be okay with that. He was just like, you know what? I'm not emotionally available to you, and I'm not even physically available to you because my first love is my job <laughs> as a doctor. So, therefore, when you want to go and film, you can take Frank with you. <clears throat> that way, you know, I don't feel as guilty. That was David. <clears throat> However, Frankie seems to be very different that way. So I really wonder, <laughs> could this be Frank's last season on the show too? Like, I'm just trying to understand how we're going to, how Bravo or the producers are going to keep Frank relevant on the show for the next season. If this is not his last season on the show and if Dolores continues with Polly um, maybe one more season for Frank and then after that I think he's just gonna phase away um, you know maybe similar to what people have been saying about the Gore guy like I understand that Frank is not like he's not a housewife he's not even a house husband he's a housewife ex-husband but through his relationship or you know weird setup with Dolores we were able to see him quite a bit on the show now that that dynamic is gone um is there really a reason why we like the viewers need to, to see Frank like I don't really know what's gonna happen from that point on and maybe that's why Frank is sad as well right maybe he's feeling that his time with bravo and the time with the boys is slowly coming to an end and i'm sure he gets paid to be on the show as well so you know who would want to lose that paycheck i'm not saying that it's only about money but you know at some point in time i'm sure he would be very very saddened 
to not be casted on the show as regularly as uh, he is right now. So, anyways, Frank does the photo shoot as an Easter bunny. And I have to say, Frank still has a pretty good body for, you know, his age and, you know, the admission to doing a lot of steroids and all of that. I think he looked great in his shorts and the little bunny tail and, you know, he's very used to the camera and posing. So I thought that was great. But just before that, <laughs> Polly kind of came strong at uh, Mr. Frank Catania Sr. <laughs> by telling him that he cannot ask a woman to do a man's job. And then Dolores is just like standing standing there like a little church mouse, you know. She's just like, oops, did he just really say this to my ex-husband in his house? This is, this. Uh, what am I going to say, right? It, it, was, it was weird. And uh, Frank was definitely thrown for a loop. But, you know, in good old Frank nature, he's not very combative. So I think he just let it go. But you could tell he was not really happy about that comment. So anyways, fast forward to Gia and Teresa chatting up in the, I don't know if it was like a washroom or like a living room, like I'm not sure which part of the, which part of the house it was. But anyways, Teresa just decided to talk to Gia about the mozzarella party. And uh, she basically admitted to Gia at that point that she invited Melissa, like, you know, the whole ordeal with Melissa, and that she invited her to be part of her um, wedding as a bridesmaid, to which, you know, Gia responds that she's not very happy about that, that she doesn't really feel like Melissa should be uh, a bridesmaid especially after what she said on her podcast so for do for those of you who don't know melissa went on her podcast with joe and i actually listened to that episode a few um a few weeks back and um even before knowing all of this information when Joe said that, like when Joe Gorga and Melissa actually said this on their podcast, I was shocked. Um, I was shocked because, not because I knew if it was true or not. I was just shocked at the fact that they, that they would even say this. Because to me, I guess you can say certain things about your friends but there's certain things about your family even if it's true you should not say so let's just play devil's advocate here and let's just see um melissa and joe's point okay just for the purpose of charity at this point i'm gonna say let's just let's just pretend that melissa and joe gorga are telling the truth let's say that they did in fact shoot with Joe Judice that three or four episode special when Teresa went away um, let's say they did that because Joe did not have an income and needed someone to film with let's just say for one moment that this was true have to think about this first of all no man wants to be told that you brought home the bacon because he couldn't bring home the bacon that's number one 
Number two, <laughs> Joel Gorga and Joe Judice didn't like each other really. Another man doesn't want to hear that a man is bringing home his bacon, his bacon, especially a man that he doesn't like. And on top of that, um, those are your nieces, Joe. So it doesn't really matter if it's true or not. When you are expected to help out, you are. That's what family is for. Family, even if you're arguing, even if you don't talk to each other, even if you can't stand each other like that. When your family member is in need, you pull up, you show up, and you help them. That's what you're supposed to do, right? So I find it funny when a person wants to receive some sort of credit or consideration for something that they are supposed to do. Right? It's kind of just like, you know, it's like when someone says, I take care of my kids, you know, like, the, is that the Chris Rock sketch? I can't remember. I take care of my kids. Well, you're supposed to take care of your kids. Therefore, you're not going to get any credit for that, right? No one's giving you credit, kudos, accolades because you're taking care of your kids, right? You usually get accolades when you do the extras. And um, the extras, in this case, it seems like they were non-existent, according to Gia. And here's the thing. For the longest time, Teresa has said, I think even the last reunion, Melissa was talking um, and saying, Teresa, you are trying to take this moment away from me. You are acting like I was not part of this family. When your mom was sick, I went to the hospital and I painted her nails for her. I made sure she looked beautiful. Don't try to take that moment away from me. And Teresa was just like, so what? You painted her nails. Like, what do you want? Like a, tro a trophy? Like, you've been in the family how long? Like... So, or what are we supposed to do now? Like, are we supposed to kneel down and kiss your ring? Do you want credit for that? Why are you even bringing it, bringing it up? That's basically Teresa's point. And I understand that a lot of people may have thought that this was harsh, but it's true. That's your mother-in-law. She's sick. She's at the hospital. Okay, do you want credit for fixing her pillow for her or maybe to help her eat her food or like i don't know like to just like support her to go to the washroom like what do you want melissa what do you want you're her daughter-in-law those are not the types of things that you want credit for so anyways when joy melissa went on their podcast and said joe didn't have an income and he didn't have anybody to film with and if it wasn't for us you know basically dot 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 so if it was not said verbatim um that there was no food there would be no food on that table or there would be no mortgage um there or no roof over their heads i definitely feel like it was implied and at the end of the day this is the kind of information that is going to travel all over Twitter, all over social media, all over Instagram. And the girls, Gia, 
um, Gabriella, Melania, and Adriana eventually are going to hear this, right? So it's very sad to hear Gia say that those guys just want to look like they're doing the right thing, like that they're great aunts and uncles, but throughout this entire time that they were going through hardship because their mom went away and then their dad, the Gorgas never really showed up. Like, so basically the way I understand it is that that three or four episodes um, a series called Teresa Check In. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> during the span of those three, four episodes, um, in that entire year that Teresa went away, those were the only three or four times that the Gorgas actually visited their nieces. And that was confirmed by Gabriella. And I have to say, Gabriella, she usually does a pretty good job at staying off camera, even when she was a little girl. Out of all of the Judices girls, she was the one that we saw the least. You know, we saw Gia a lot. Gia was really kind of like, you know, loving the camera and comfortable, and Melania as well. And, you know, Adriana was a baby, but we saw a little bit more of her. But I could tell that, we could all tell that uh, um, Gabriella was not really looking to be in front of the camera. And I believe that even her mom admitted that Gabriella doesn't like the camera. She, you know, she tends to stay back or away from it all. So, you know, just to see her um, on camera on Tuesday. It was nice. She's a beautiful girl. You know, she's very accomplished from what I can see uh, on social media and she has great marks in school. So, and she seems to be quite level-headed too. So it was nice to actually have um, Gabriella's point of view and side of the story because it didn't come from Teresa's mouth. It didn't come from Gia's mouth. It came from Gabriella, who usually never speaks on these types of things. So, you know, we have to take that into account. So when Gabriella said, you know, those were like very difficult five years in our lives, we remember who was there for us. And she even played the devil's advocate a little bit because she said, in what context did, did um, my Aunt Melissa say this? right and then Gia explains well she's just trying to make herself look good on her podcast so then Gabriella confirms at that point that they were not really there for us you know other than the three four episode series they didn't really see much of their aunts and uncles so you know that was kind of sad but it was good to have a little bit of um you know, like of her insight on that. And, you know, for the people that say, you know, why is Teresa speaking in front of her children? I would, I have to say that it is not ideal. But at the same time, again, Gia and um, Gabriella, they're not kids anymore. Gia is 22 years old. And Gabriella... I can't remember how old she is, but she's not a kid. It's not like she was making uh, those comments or having this conversation in front of Adriana or even Melania, who's much younger, like who's much younger than the older girls. So, 
you know obviously when you go through some stuff as a family and especially when you're raising girls and i can attest to this because when i was a kid um my mom tried to not have those types of conversations around us or around me but i find that little girls they tend to pick up more or sooner when there's um problems in the family you know they're more intuitive that way they're a little bit more mature that way and even with my girls i have to be careful with that sometimes and i always have to let them know mommy's having an adult conversation like you you have to kind of leave the room and just go play over there with the other kids you have to be careful what you say because they listen to everything and they they ask questions too so um at this point i don't think that teresa needs to leave the room anymore or ask her oldest to leave the room when she's having a conversation about that at the end of the day they've been on the show for quite some time like the girls have been on this show for 13 years i'm sure um they've seen their family fight on the show right it's um <laughs> i know that uh joe and melissa like to say well you know Teresa says a lot in front of her children and that's not fair I think I even watched Melissa and watch what happens live say um, that kind of sucked and it hurt me because Gabriella is my goddaughter um, which is true and again there's validity to that I know it feels shitty you don't like to see you know it, it is something when it's an adult speaking ill of you but it probably hits a little bit different when it's the kids and you get to see it on TV. I'm sure she was hurt about that. However, one thing that I will say is, Joe and Melissa, they like to say Teresa talks a lot in front of her children. But Joe needs to also remember that he kind of got the children involved when he blew up the way he blew up um 11 years ago at the christening people are going to be like what are you going to go back to the christening but i'm just saying the christening was a major display of aggression in front of 200 people multiple children including gia <coughs> joe called his sister on national TV garbage and banged on the tables so loud, screamed at his sister in front of his niece, who's, who also happens to be his god, godchild, Gia. You know, Gia intervened in that fight and pulled her mom away right and said stop stop right she was crying joe didn't stop melissa just kind of said to him stop g is there right but the person who kind of brought the argument in front of the kids was joe gorga and i think that that's the reason why joe judice charged at him because that's like disrespect it's like not only you're calling my wife name but you're doing this in front of kids on a sacred day you are a different kind of something right and then all hell broke loose 
in front of the kids <laughs> so you know join melissa when you want to take a shot at Teresa, or when you want to take a shot at Joe Judice and say those guys they speak a lot in front of their kids right remember that you did it first on the first episode of the show that you were filming in there was a major fight in front of the kids about your personal drama your family drama so I'm not quite sure who's to blame but I have a pretty good idea when it comes to this speaking of Joe I feel like Joe has checked out <laughs> Joe has completely left the building at this point he seems very unhappy very nervous um, he's not holding back you know you see um, you know Joe again talking about the whole thing with Teresa and um, they basically sit down with Melissa's family um, Donna Marco and um, Lisa Simpson and by the way even though I am a tree hugger and I say I, I, I say it all the time that I'm a big fan of Teresa um, just because I like Teresa does not mean that I cannot like other people on the show as well that she doesn't necessarily like you know it's not deep like that for me <laughs> you know it's for my own entertainment I do not have a connection to those people so you know let's just try to keep a balanced view and when it comes to Donna I really like Donna Marco, like Melissa's mom. She seems just like a fun person. I've also listened to her on the podcast, and those were some of the best episodes. She's very funny. And, uh, you know, I like the chemistry that she she has with her daughters and with Joe and with everyone that she pretty much, like, encounters. Like, recently, uh, Joe and Melissa were in the Bahamas. And, yeah, in the Bahamas where they met Joe Judice or where Joe Gorga met Joe Judice, but that's a different episode. We already talked about that last week. But um, I've seen a little clip on Instagram and it was basically Donna Marco and um, Margaret's mom, the Marge, Marge Sr. And uh, they were basically babysitting the kids together. And I don't know if they were drinking or having a good old time, but they were lit and funny. That little clip that I saw, I thought it was hysterical. So please give Donna Marco her own show. Or even with uh, March Senior, I think that would be a very, very good spinoff. And I would definitely watch because those ladies are entertaining together. So anyways, um, so basically, Melissa... Um, ask her mom and her sister Lisa Simpson hey did you receive an invite from Teresa for her wedding and they both say no but you know what we're not necessarily expect expecting to be invited but we're happy for her right and um you know Joe goes in and he's like what I can't believe it and you could see he's angry at this point Joe is looking for <laughs> any opportunity to be mad he's like you know he's at a point where he's just mad and now he's just like how can I get mad even more mad at my sister at this point right and we already talked about this in um, a previous housewives relatable episode so you guys pretty much know my take on that um like dolores said before she said in an italian family you know um where you sit is very important you know just like where you sit um <laughs> 
who's invited is also very important and just you know to give you guys a little bit of history when it came to my wedding i said i've shared before that i'm married into a, like i've married into a european family so my husband is not italian it's portuguese but it's you know pretty much the same thing so you know when you send the invitations you obviously send to your close family members your friends like all the people that you want to see at your wedding but you also have to pay respect to you know people like you, you know your parents friends or like people that they they would want you to invite even if they're not going to come they we need to send an, an invitation to those people so anyways i didn't really care i was just kind of like okay so who do we have to invite who do we have to add um you know to our wedding list on your side so when it comes to family at some point in time my husband was just like oh no like you know we have to invite these people too and um it was kind of like yes but you you're not really speaking to them so should we send them an invitation and he's like well it's still you know my family so we have to do that somewhere um it turned out at that point that um his father did not want these people at the wedding and said i don't want you to invite them so we did not and when we did that we knew that this would create a problem within the family at some point and it did right even if they had not spoken in like 10 15 years um they still expected to receive an invitation to a wedding so I can understand and I think I've shared that before extensively in some of my last episodes I can understand why Joe is upset that his mother-in-law and his sister-in-laws were not invited to Teresa's wedding especially after they have met Louis a few times and Louis says that he kind of likes them or that they're great people so in Joe's mind it doesn't make any sense that Donna Marco, Kim Pirelli, and Lisa Simpson would not be invited to Teresa's wedding. Especially when there's other people that Teresa just met, literally, um, that were, right? So, you know, for those of you who are not familiar with the drama, with the Marco sisters and uh, Donna I, like I'm not even sure if Donna was involved in all of that but I know at some point when Teresa joined the show and Melissa was not even part of the show there was a lot of there were a lot of, of comments on social media that were um, made by um, Melissa's sisters and at that point at that time because Melissa was not on the show I don't think some of them even bothered changing their name you know like their signing name so i don't know so for sure there's history there there's like like louis said there's a lot of past bullshit and um you know i i guess Teresa does not necessarily feel comfortable having them at the wedding whatever the 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 um, 
argument or the rationale is for Teresa to decide not to extend them an invitation. Um, there's a little bit of a back history with those sisters where Teresa felt that they were attacking her online before Melissa got on the show. And then when Melissa got on the show, the bullying like on social media continued from the Marco sister. And Teresa actually um, addresses that on season is it season five or i think it's season five or season six i can't remember but basically you know after she threw the water on joe at the gym she says you know your sister or your your wife is writing stuff about me on twitter and her sisters too and then joe goes back to melissa and tries to tell her to stop doing that kind of stuff so there's definitely history there um and bullying but we've also seen them on the show like talk to each other or even you know sit at the same table for like either joe's birthday or melissa's birthday and you know they seem to be okay i'm not gonna say that you know they seem to be super cool with each other but they look like they had turned a corner so totally it's totally Teresa's decision to decide to invite uh, the Marcos and Donna to the wedding or not but I would say this <laughs> it's almost like if I had one advice to give to Teresa it would be this one and these people according to Teresa obviously this is not my my personal opinion that's what she has said in the past right these people these people came on the show to destroy her i.e. Melissa and Joe and then through it all you know Teresa started fi fighting with Melissa's family and they got involved in some way and made things a little bit nastier than they should have been right it became a whole family affair so those people came on the show and they basically destroyed your entire family as we do it on the show right uh, the christening the siding with the wakilis um you know teresa lost her cousin uh she lost friendships on the show she went away she went to jail then joe went to jail joe got deported then she got divorced you know teresa after season two her life on the show has not been <laughs> very enjoyable so what I'm going to say is, if you're going to allow all of these people to be there while you're going through so much negativity, right? Because we can all agree that Teresa has been through a lot. So if you allow these people to have a seat or even like a window into your life while you're going through things while you're struggling even if you don't care about them you should definitely extend them an invite to see you when you're at your best it's almost like you should give them front row seats and you tell them you know what i know you bitches don't like me I know what you've done and I, I know you have all rejoiced at some point when everything was going wrong for me. But you know what? I want you to watch this. 
I want you to watch my happy ending. I want you to see with your own eyes that I'm happy. And then I can close the door on you guys. But I want to make sure that before I do that, you're all there watching me be happy. That's what I would say to Teresa about that. But anyways, we already know they did not attend the wedding. So, you know. <laughs> and just finally, finally in the final scene, you know, um, Joe. Oof, I don't know what's going on with Joe, but uh, Joe came off like a little strong, right? Um, I don't like already when women call men um pussy or bitch or you know i i said it before i'm caribbean so this is just not something that works for me no not for the men in my life that i know or the friends that i have it's you just don't call a man that it's just completely inappropriate so you know i find i i find when even Jennifer, when she called Joe a little bitch boy, I defended Joe on that because I was just like, that's inappropriate. You should not call him that. There's a million words that you can call him, but don't call the man a bitch, right? Um, I didn't like it when Nini did it to Peter either. So um, for Joe to be so hurt at the reunion, um, basically when... Jennifer called him again. You little bitch girl this time. The first time it was bitch boy and then the second time it was bitch girl. <laughs> so it just, you got demoted, I guess. <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure that's worse. But um, you call a man a bitch girl. So anyways, Teresa kind of pig piggybacked on that and said, yes, you kind of are. So Joe made a big deal about that and all the ladies were just like, oh my gosh, you cannot say that. You can't say this to a man. And now for Joe to go on the show, sit down, granted he's upset and he's like he's expressing his views and he's saying, I feel like you guys not inviting anyone from my side is like a big fuck you. It's basically saying to us, we don't give a shit about you guys. We don't give a shit about you, your family, your kids, whatever, right? So we're not going to invite any of them. So, okay, you know, maybe he was a little bit aggressive in the way that he related the information. However, Joe Gorga definitely crossed the line when he called Louie a pussy. He said, you're not a man, you're a pussy. <laughs> and then you could tell that Louie was totally having fun with it. I, I, I don't think that Joe completely grasped <laughs> um, how much of a wild card Louie Ruhelas is. You know, he, he's quite different. And I think Joe is scared. I've said that before. Because he can't figure him out. He is used to Joe Judice. He's used to Joe just... Because, you know, if Joe would have said to Joe Judice, you're a pussy, a fight would have broke out right there. But it's not going to happen like that with Louis. I think Louis enjoys... Um, he enjoys it a little bit he enjoys seeing joe getting riled up he gets a kick out of that and that's why he said stop with the theatrics right so 
I think it's going to take a little bit more than Joe's little tantrum to, you know, phase Louis, right? So I'm really excited to see, you know, the next episode. It seems like Louis is coaching Teresa into trying to reconcile, reconciling with her brother. Um, we all know where this will lead eventually there will be no reconciliation because they, they end up not even attending the wedding so you know we just have to keep on watching and uh, that's that guys that's it thanks for listening and i love you all ciao